And we'll continue to take your calls and texts on that subject throughout the day. But I just wanted to move on to something else. This, uh, the Post newspapers had a really good story on their front page today, uh, a call for public schools to open up their ovals so that young girls who want to play Australian rules football can. Uh, one of the WA Football Commission board members is Amber Banfield uh, and she joins me now. Hi, Amber. Hello. Thank you for having me. Look, it's a pleasure. Um, this, I think, makes so much sense. But what I'm really interested in is the fact that so many girls are playing footy that clubs are actually turning them away. Is that right? Yeah, so not, not every club is turning turning girls away, but those clubs that are under stress with oval space are. And um, so some of these girls are getting defected to other clubs um, or they're choosing to um, participate as a train-on or they're, they're opting out. But, but really from a, from a WA um, Football Commission's point of view, we have, a, we have an objective that football is a game for, for every West Australian whether it's girls or, you know, um, people with disabilities. And we, we just want to make sure that we are growing the infrastructure in alignment with um, the growth of, of our sport. Well, you love footy. You're married to uh, former Eagle Drew Banfield and your daughter Willow <laughs> is playing football for the Swanbourne Tigers. Uh, so obviously it's something you really care about. And your point is so well taken that why have these beautiful grounds closed down when they could be used by young people get, getting fit and playing sport? Yeah, so, I mean, first of all, I just wanted to also um, recognise, and I, and I think the article does, that the government's actually working really well with this. So we've got the support of Minister Templeman, uh, Minister Booty, Minister Safiotti. We're all, we're all working together to actually come up with a framework and a model that can better utilise these existing facilities. Um, it's very much at the very start of the development because what we need to identify is do a complete audit of all the facilities we have and see where, where the stresses are and what schools we should be opening up. So it's exciting to have the government on board. Um, we also, I guess, need to be really smart in a planning perspective. So we've got these new schools opening up. We've got these new pressure points of growth of girls in sport. So we really need to make sure that whatever is getting built is getting designed for, you know, future multi-use as opposed to let's just lock and key for the school now, over the weekdays. What I found interesting about your article because you or about this the story in the post is that you're saying that this is particularly impacting girls playing footy. Why is it not impacting boys? Are they getting the, the first choice, are they? Well, so if you've got the Northern Conference, for example, which I guess, you know, the uh, town of Cambridge, the town of Claremont, all of these areas are in, the girls' football currently plays on a Friday because we simply do not have enough ovals on the Sunday to integrate with the boys. So that's causing an issue um, with the sort of the lack of integration between girls and boys at the moment. Um, we hope that we can rectify this by opening up more ovals and all playing on the one day like most of the other zones do. But that's just an example of the stresses that we're experiencing at the moment. Yeah. And it's not just football, right? It's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of sports that are experiencing stresses with facilities. Now, you, you're talking about 
and obviously you can only deal with the government over this. You're talking about opening up ovals from public schools. What about approaching some of the many very well-credentialed private schools in the area that have got massive playing fields? Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. And we do do that. So we do have sort of a handshake arrangement with some of the principals of these, um, you know, private schools. But what we're looking for is something that's a lot formalised. It's a framework that's going to be sustainable working into the future. It's easy, it's easy to implement. And also, you know, we want to make sure that we can adapt it to all the different sports. So not just football, but there's soccer, basketball, hockey, all the other sports that we yeah. need. I mean, the, the, the real point around this for me and also the WA Football Commission is we just need to look into the future and we need better utilisation of what we have. Uh, and that's what I'm really working towards. Uh, Amber, I think, I think you raise a really great issue and I think it's something that we should do and thank you so much for your time today. Oh, it's a pleasure and thank you for having me today. That's Amber Banfield there, WA Football Commissioner, saying let's open up more of the schools so that our kids can play sport on weekends instead of them being locked down. I mean, I know you can get away with going there and having a kick to kick, but they're talking about actually using them so that kids can actually play organised sport, and I think it's a very good idea uh, indeed. Hello, Ashley. How are you going? Yeah, good. I was just listening... Uh... Sorry, I forgot the lady's name. Amber so, Banfield. Um, yeah, listening to Amber. I'm part of a junior footy club, which we're really trying to grow the girls' game. But the big problem is is the lighting. Like we're playing a winter game where it's dark just after five o'clock. Yeah. And the ovals that are available, none of them have lights. Ah. Um, and which is. Um, so we've got access to a couple of other ovals, but it's no good because the school ovals don't have lighting. And I suppose you can't do you can't do um, training at sort of three thirty because the coaches and things are working. Yeah, well, you know, all our volunteers have jobs, um, so you know, five sort of five o'clock's the earliest you can start. And it's dark by 5.30, as you say. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And, and, of course, putting in those lights is extremely expensive. Oh, it is. And, you know, we're also facing another problem at the moment where we want, we want uh, female change rooms. But, yeah. you know, council are saying they have to be unisex. Yeah. Which, um, we don't. which can... Yeah, so there's plenty of... All clubs are trying to get more and more girls involved, but it's just really hard for ground access and training nights. Yeah, it makes sense. And but, makes Ashley, how good, how good that so many uh, young girls are taking up Aussie rules? Oh, it's huge. And yeah. it, like it's the biggest growth area in our club. Yeah, amazing. Look, thanks for sharing your thoughts today. Really appreciate it.